0: to Beyond the Ring, a podcast that covers all things in the stock show industry from the informative to the insane, starring Ryan Rash. If you
1: want the rainbow, you have to put up with the rain.
0: And Dale Hummel.
1: For every disciplined effort, there is a multiple reward.
0: Now on with the show.
1: Welcome to Beyond the Ring. This is Dale Hummel, along with co-star Ryan Rash. Hello, hello, hello. Ryan, how are Joe's motor skills going? Evidently not well. He can't ride a bike. He can't. I saw him riding the bike. He can't stop on the bike, is what I would say. It's something. It it, it might have to do with his motor skills, his lack thereof, possibly. I don't know what it has to do with, but it's not good. Well, my, my concern is, and, and again, I'm all joking aside, No, I have no problem with him getting older. And people do that, and you lose cognitive ability, you lose motor skills. It just, it just happens. So I'm not, I'm not necessarily blaming him. However, I've never agreed with career politicians in general in most of his policy decisions in the past. But now him getting old, and everybody ages differently. Some people keep cognitive abilities much longer than others. Some retain their motor skills much longer than others. I don't know where he fits in the scale, but at his age, and I believe he's 79-ish somewhere in that range and talking about running again. So he would be up into his mid eighties. He is running again. He says he is running again, but both Hillary
0: Hillary says he's running again. It will not happen. I would like to go on the record. It will not happen. secretary Hillary Clinton, a liar. No, I've done that a long time ago. She is, has been done more interviews in the past week. Then I can recall, and I'm telling you, the reason why is she has been asked if she's going to run, and she says, no, of course I'm not going to run. Joe's going to run. Joe's going to win a reelection. all this other stuff. But do I believe her? No. Do you want to know what I think she's doing? I would like. That was my question. I think that she's doing all this for so for when he doesn't run,
1: she will run again. I think that is exactly right. I, I, I see that. There, there's no question that is the way she works. Yeah. No, that would be disruptive
0: to the party, and Joe has my backing, and da-da-da-da. And then when they kill him, or they don't
1: allow him to run, she's, well, I have to step up now. Yes, in those exact words. Mm-hmm. I have to do it. It's my yes. It's my
0: duty. Yes, That that, that is it. Like she's done like three big interviews in the last since like last Friday. She has not given up on this. Oh no 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 <laughs> no no, this, no
1: no no This may be positioning her as well as any time to run. I just and she'll come in and talk about how she's going to be a little more like Bill and a little more towards the middle and try to. She, she's gonna she's gonna do or say whatever she thinks will get the vote. We we know. Oh this. oh no. <laughs> You you really haven't watched anything, have you? No, nothing,
0: it's wonderful. Oh, my God. She literally, in in two of the three interviews... So, this whole trans sports deal is quite a mess right now. And I guess the swimming league, I don't know what the exact word, wording is, but anyway. Whoever controls the swimmers... Yes. They came down with a ruling... That said, if you did not transition before the age of 12, you cannot compete in women's sports.
1: Assuming you're hitting puberty about then? Yes. Hormones are are building
0: muscle. Right. So this has been like a hot topic. Hillary is on the record stating, and I wish I had it in front of me and I don't. But anyway, basically she said... That winning the next presidential election is so crucial because the consequences of the Democrats losing is so dire that if it is any topic that impedes the Democrats not winning the presidential election does not need to be talked about, does not need to be pushed. Basically, just what you said, say whatever in the hell it takes to get elected.
1: That's been her, her narrative, but she's a little more open about it now.
0: She's on the record saying it.
1: I, I think a lot of people have seen her do that, but but wow. And and I don't think Bill was, was much different. I think he was a little more moderate to begin with. Bill did what say, she
0: told him to do. Yes,
1: he's going to say or do whatever was...
0: I, I don't understand why y'all... See, you make fun of me voting for her that one time. Look, Yes,
1: I do. I, I, a, I hold that
0: against you daily. That was before she was Secretary of State. And all she had really been was the senator. No, sir. I don't care what you say. Bill Clinton was not a bad president. <laughs> well, I, I think he was one of the more moderate Democrat presidents. I'm not gonna say He that was I not a read. bad president. I'm not saying he was He was not a bad president. He's way better than Barack or this clown. Yeah. He's probably the best Democratic president there had been, except for JFK.
1: I have I have a hard time.
0: Uh, yeah, I just kept. You know, go look cannot, at the economy back then. Go look at everything. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not
1: going to argue this when I just.
0: And uh, I'm I, telling I, you, I, she told him what to do every step of the way. That is why I. That's why I supported her that, that
1: one I time. I think his presidency was a, a reflection, or the success in his presidency, is that he didn't go. He didn't go extreme, and he just let things happen.
0: That's he that's is literally the person that said the end the days of big government is over.
1: Yes, he did say that, but it was appears to be incorrect.
0: You you need to watch the news. Hillary's back out there.
1: I'm I'm better off without it. Yeah, uh,
0: and, and if you don't like switch from being a boy to a girl before twelve, you can't swim anymore.
1: So Sorry. right now if you if you chose to, to swim yourself in the women's swimming of the world, they would not allow you. Not not unless you just because if, just because you say you're a woman. No. What if you say? What if you say you were a woman before you were twelve? Do you have to go through the sex change as well?
0: Evidently, you have to have transitioned before twelve. Now, my question: Define transition. Like, I had the surgery. Got it. I thought you just said
1: what you are nowadays.
0: Now, my my question on this is: What twelve? What what parent or what twelve-year-old is like? Yes, I I, I has this figured out by twelve and what parent allows them to be like you're right honey you're 11 and you were born a boy but you're really a girl we'll go get this fixed right quick.
1: Ryan we have we have teachers setting kids down younger than that trying to get them to figure out if if they're the sex that they biologically are or not. I'm it's just so weird. It is it is a it it is. It's I weird. I, I don't get it. I, I don't God, doubt at, at age twelve i'm gonna I'm gonna guess you suspected you were gay about that age.
0: Oh I knew I was gay before that, but th- 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 I still knew I was a boy
1: and you had no desire to get a sex change at that point in your life. No, okay. I still don't want a sex change in case you're all worried. anybody out there wondering I'm just worried it cost a lot, and I'm afraid the taxpayers would have to pick some of the bill up that That's my only concern. I don't even follow what that was. But anyway, uh, I don't want to have to pay for your sex change is what I'm getting at. I have enough money to pay for my own sex change. I don't think it matters anymore. I think we just pay for everybody's everything, especially if it's in that arena. Okay. You need to take another pill. Cause I don't know where you're going, but you're off the rails. Again. I have, I had, I have not gotten those anxiety pills yet, but we're working on it.
0: But like, yeah, I know that the whole school thing, whatever, like I, I y'all know that I'm the worst gay in the history of the world, and that's fine. I, I wear that proudly, but I, I do want to say something here. Like, now, there's all this nonsense about the drag queens and all this other stuff. Now, I do not believe that the schools should let drag queens come in there and all this other stuff and, you know, what they're doing and all that, okay? that That's, that's a school. Like, everybody's child at that school or every parent at that school may not approve of that. Okay. So I I don't believe you should do that, but I also don't believe that all these other people should get to come in there and try to influence children on white males or racist and all this other stuff. And but the thing is what What, I'm confused. Drag queens are coming into schools. Oh, do you not? Dude, you got to get back on the news. (laughs) This is this huge thing. Because it's Prime Month, drag queens are going into schools and talking to them about being LGBTQ plus, whatever, all, all these things. And but now, where I have a problem is they're trying to pass a law in Florida because there was a, a public event like people like where if you you wanted to take your kid to this deal, they could walk the runway with the drag queen and dance around with them. Like, people did that on their own volition. This was not forced on them. They took their child there. These children were having a good time, all that. See, that, if you won't do that, I ain't
1: got no problem with it. Because not a school event. It was not forced. I'm with you on that. That's fine.
0: I I don't have a problem. I mean, again, I don't know if I would have my little nine-year-old strutting down the runway with a drag queen, but, I mean, I don't care that you can parent your child any way you want to. I mean, they're going to be subjected to this at some point in their life that's just all there is to it with the way we are drag queens transgender all this other it's not like you can hide them from it but like if you want to take them to one of those things of your own volition and your own free will fine but they're trying to pass the law that in florida i think that you if you're 18 you can't be at anything drag queen or whatever it's all a mess but like
1: yeah you really gotta watch the news some more man I'll I'll try to work on that. I did did hear on the news, I believe it was on Fox, and and I I don't hear a lot about the farm economy and things like that, but they talked about farm inputs being up 15% from a year ago, and the problem with that is a year ago, they were higher maybe historically than they've been for a very long time or very close to it, and we're up another 15%, which is double what the inflation rate is on, on just products. So it's it, the inputs are a problem. Everybody's obviously concerned in, in our community. If the commodity prices stay high, then then we can absorb those inputs. But if not, it's going to be it's going to be a bloodbath. So I'm b-
0: very very disappointed in you. And like your w- what is your least favorite country in the world? I I don't even
1: like saying it anymore. You don't know what your least favorite. No, I country do. In I don't world. like. I don't even like bringing the bringing them up. I don't want to acknowledge China. them. Yes, it would be China. And. Since you haven't watched the news, you, you I hope I hope you're sitting down. I am. I I thought you would be all over this. I, I, I had a text from my son about Taiwan being next.
0: No, no, it's even worse. The Chinese military has successfully intercepted a ballistic missile while in flight. Great. Just you know
1: great. what that means, right? That means that they're just continuing to advance ahead of us.
0: That means that even if we wanted to nuke them, they could prevent it. <laughs> That's what that means, sir.
1: It's just it's just a mess. Sage, don't uh, you think you
0: need to go back to watch the news I now? I don't know.
1: I try to do everything I can. There there's a simple solution to stopping China that we no. could have done years ago. No, you can't. No. If we You're shut not off listening. if we shut off the funds from the US to China, that's a significant amount of money. That puts a huge huge cramp in their system. If we simply did not buy Chinese products. I understand. We're ignorant we as a country, we were ignorant enough to put ourselves in a position that we rely on some of their products for critical things here in this country that we can't just change overnight. But with a little bit of incentive for small businesses to pick those things up with a little bit of work and effort from the American consumer to not buy from China, that would have as big of an impact. That's, that's all that I see that we can do at this point, period. And nobody's going to do it. They're just lazier than hell and go out and, and grab something off the shelf and buy it, whether it's from China or not. Don't care. It's easy. It's convenient.
0: I'm out. Do you think Joe's going to ride his bike over there to meet with the Prince of Saudi Arabia?
1: I thought he already met with, I think, no, I think it's coming up. I don't know. It's not going to go well. He's going to beg for more oil. He's going to shut down domestic production. It makes no sense. He's, he's this green new deal, Ryan, that, that is out there. There is no green new deal. The fact that he is, is why, why he's, I, I don't know if it's lack of cognitive ability, stubbornness i don't know why how he's standing his ground allowing fuel prices to go where they are in my opinion for the sole reason of pushing the green deal and electric cars period how how he how he can do that when we're not ready for it makes no sense to me I, i'm not saying we couldn't be there in 10 15 20 years we're not there now and, and it's not working well no it's not i about that TikTok i sent you
0: about Everything that Trump said is happening. Everything. No, that was good.
1: That was everything.
0: Good. Everything he said, since you didn't believe me when I talked about this last week. Everything the man said is happening. Guess what the latest one is? He's, he warned of the recession. Guess what the buzzword all last few days on Fox News? Recession, recession, recession.
1: Yeah, I, I think from a technical standpoint, we will. it will be a recession when the, when the figures come out for the next quarter. I'm just saying, I, there's no no way of avoiding it. That is our technical definition, and it will happen. And it concerns me. I, I hope that we can pull out of it. I hope that the midterms go the direction of of the more conservative candidates, and I hope they get in office and actually take action, not not be afraid to to make change. And it's it's going to be a battle, an absolute battle. But it has to happen. Have you watched any of the hearings? None, zero. Why not? I've been busy doing other things. You're not That's even a concerned American. I am a concerned American. That's why I no. visit with you to keep me updated on these things. No, I, I'm I'm Xing Dale from the podcast. He's out. Get it off. I, I I am not as up on my worldly political current events as I should be.
0: So, and but I I'm in
1: a better place for it. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. The
0: one thing that I and I don't think I talked about this last week, but like the one thing that I do want the listeners to know. Is about all this bullshit on the congressional hearings. The one thing that they're not going to tell you is that on January 1, five days before January 6, also on January 3rd, also on January 4th, also on January 5th, the Trump administration sent the whatever documents or whatever protocol it is to Speaker Pelosi and the mayor of D.C giving them the access to 20,000 National Guard troops to have at their disposal. And they both said, we don't want them. Yep, that's not going to that. Four is. different times, because they had intelligence that said that something could go haywire here. This might be bad. Trump authorized. They didn't even ask. He just sent them stuff, said, hey, this is what told them what the thing was. This. We would like for you to have access
1: to twenty thousand National Guard troops, and I said no. Just that simple. No. No. Yeah, you won't hear about that. Where'd you no. get that? I assume Fox. No, I don't I, research, sir. <laughs> you saw it on Fox News. Is what you did. That's research. Okay. Yes, I, I have. I have not. I have not turned the TV on in, in a very long time. So I, I have been listening to some Joe Rogan podcast.
0: Oh Friday. Jesus
1: about black holes and wormholes and negative energy and just harnessing his son for... It, there's so many things out there that we need to understand better. I have done that. I should probably listen to a Fox News app while I'm driving rather than that, but I'm far more interested in the science of things. Well, I just want you to know China
0: can interrupt our missiles now.
1: They're so far ahead of us, Ryan. I, I, don't, I don't have faith that we can get back to a level that we can compete with them. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Before we get into the main topic, Ryan, do you have any BTR, JLA news or top 10? I do. And I just want to say publicly that Dale is
0: not doing these listeners any justice by not being more informed on his favorite part of the show, which is current events. So I think y'all should all (laughs) send him hate mail. Or say that I'm in a better place because I'm not watching as much news. One yeah, well, if they saw you judge the last two weekends, they may not agree with that either. But, Region 1, Junior lamp First place, Paisley Carlson of Orland, California. Second is Addison Zerbach of Rosebud, Oregon. Third is Courtney Simper of Fallon, Nevada. Fourth is Gage Bateman of Lehigh, Utah. Fifth is Adele Simpson of Eager, Arizona. Next is Landon Blackburn of Tonopah, Nevada,
1: I think. You know that's wrong.
0: Uh, I don't know. Addison Sharp of Eagle Mountain, Utah. Elmer Hambrick of Kingman, Arizona. Ryder Hansen of Wellsville, Utah and Alan Morris of Fallbrook, California. That is
1: Utah, Arizona, and California
0: dominated. No, it's all West, like every single one. It's California, Oregon, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, Utah, California. Do you have sponsorship in that region for sheep? Well, very good news that finally we have all of the region one People sponsored a nice lady by the name of Shannon Stone, and her company stepped up and is going to sponsor Region One Sheep. And I don't have all her information yet, but she's because she's at her county fair right now. And I said, don't worry about that. You do your county fair, you can get it. But she's paid for it, and I'm going to get her logo and her company information after county fair. But Region One is fully sponsored thanks to. Curly Cattle Company, Red Hill Show Goats, Cliff Livestock, and ICSB NorCal, and Shannon Stone, but I have other sponsorship news as well. So many of you people have the Showman app, and they called last week, and they wanted to know what was still open for sponsorship and all this other stuff, and I told them, and they sponsored not only one, but two They are the Region 2 Cattle Sponsor and the Region 4 Hog Sponsor. The Showman app is, and we really, really appreciate them for that. And most shows out there right now are using this, and it's had tremendous success. But uh, putting on a livestock show is a lot of work. Showman is the online show management system that saves you time, lowers stress, and makes your exhibitors happier than ever. Showman gives you the tools that make running your livestock show a breeze from the first online entry to recording, the final results, it's time to ditch the show day headaches and start using the Showman app. And this is just a few things that customers have been saying. Show went off without a hitch. We wouldn't put on another show without it. This app saved me a ton of time and stress. The way we were able to customize your program to fit our show was spectacular. This is an absolute lifesaver. You have no idea how many compliments we've had about our show, thanks to the Showman app. So basically, it's a great app if you're putting on a show. I think they like, I've looked at the stats, huge, like over a thousand shows, and this is a relatively new company, but go to showman.app and get on it if you need a help running your livestock show. We appreciate y'all very much for being a sponsor in two regions and just thanks.
1: Yes. And and I, I don't, I'm not very technical, Ryan, so I'm not as familiar with these things as I should be, but I, I do hear a lot of good. And it just seems simple that, that if it makes that show go smoother for those in charge and those exhibiting, it makes sense. Just do it.
0: Yeah. And so now thanks to people like the showman app, we have regions one, three, five, and six fully sponsored. In region two, we need a sheep and a pig. And in region four, we need a sheep and a goat. So Dale, you're the sheep and goat person. You need to get on this.
1: Sheep and goat person.
0: hmm That's you. Sheep and goat in region four and sheep and pig in region two. And I will I will get on it. And every region would have a full set of awards. Everything, our very first year, regardless of how many people join between now and September
1: 31. There there could be 10 people in goats and sheep in region matter, two, and, and all 10 of them are going to, even, even though there's only 10, they all get awards. If they're all if all the species
0: are fully funded, and there's more than 10, but I mean, yes. but And then the uh, other little bit of BTRJLA news, which I, I just want you to know, if you're a show, we've made it even easier for you now. Now you don't have to print off a form. Now you don't have to do anything that. Go to our website. Go to the Sanction Shows tab. Fill out the form and hit Submit. That's all you got to do now. You should have done this from the beginning. Dale, you don't do anything. This
1: is simple. This is something
0: that... Dale, you've done nothing. Nothing for any of this. So I I do not accept criticism
1: from you. Recommendations. That seems easier for everybody. The show person and whoever has to input that information. Seems much easier. I would like to thank you to Show Fresh H2O for the continued... Why? Did they send you more free stuff? Nope, they just send Clifton money to pay Uh, for all the production side. It is simple. If you want to be competitive, your animal needs to maximize water intake, and Show Fresh H2O will help with just that. Too much time, money, effort goes into these projects not to make sure they're fully hydrated. It's simple. Show Fresh H2O can get that done or help with that whole process so thank you show for sh2o for your science-based product and willingness to give back to the stock show youth it is appreciated
0: we do greatly appreciate them and i know that they're uh, working on getting their product out there more and doing some really neat cool things here in the future so don't send dale any more free stuff send it to actual exhibitors (laughs) don't send dale any more free stuff got it
1: main topic time yes follow the leader judges that do what was done before and use the team that will get them to the next show yes does this happen unfortunately
0: (laughs) i think it does
1: yeah (laughs) i mean i'm afraid it does we need to discuss it it's not going to be very popular with some but it is real and 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 i'm going to come out real quick here and 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 we're going to talk it's going to lean into the political things it's going to cover a little bit of everything but it, it does appear if an animal goes out and wins Early in the show season, their judges more likely to use that same animal irregardless of maybe how it looks on that given day. And I, I call this around, I call this the safe zone. When a judge may not be real sure or is confident in what they're going to do, that's a that's a safe place to land because it's already won. It may I, I get it in some situations why it's happening. I don't necessarily agree with it. And there are animals that go out there and win that early show that are darn sure good enough to win every other show after that. So th- there those exist as well. But I, I do think there's less independent thinking going on than there should be. How's that?
0: Well, I think it's
1: just real simple. Like, if
0: putting, I mean, you know, with the advancement of the internet and social media and all these things here, like, it wasn't. 50 years ago or anything like that that we didn't know who won every jackpot show in the country. Yeah, we do. And obviously, everyone thinks that every time you win something, putting it up on these things helps you out because if they didn't, they wouldn't do it. Like, every time an animal wins a show, it's not just the exhibitor that posted or the exhibitor's family. It's the sire. It's the (laughs) broker it's the person that sold you know bought it from the breeder that sold it to the broker that sold it to the used car salesman who you know might have like clipped a dewclaw or something like everyone does it and so obviously they think that's giving them an advantage and uh i'm not saying it's not i I do think that just like dale said i think there are animals that are able to win all throughout their career I'm also going to tell you that more times than not, those animals don't go to every little jackpot show in the country.
1: I think, I think some of those pictures that go up, and, and I'll post pictures of, of youth that win. And, and You posted one of the carcass champion from San Antonio the other day. Exactly. One that not only looked the part in terms of visual aesthetic. You and presents. your, oh, oh no, you put big ring presents. And I
0: got to bone to pick with you on this right here. And this uh, is—he rants getting, all the time. He rants all the time. So yeah, you rant all the time. So I'm gonna rant. We had this discussion after Louisville because I hate that term. And you said, "I don't even know what big ring prisons mean."
1: I don't believe. I believe yes. You're yes. Oh no, Again. no, no, Again. no. I'm not. I, I use that no. in write ups all the time.
0: No, you did not. Till I told you about it after Louisville, and I never noticed it before. And now I, I you were a terrible person. <laughs>
1: I'm glad. I'm glad you think that way. I want to go back to because we're gonna we're gonna miss we're gonna forget about this. If we don't circle back. I I I will post and not just me others. I don't know. I, I'm not arguing that some of the posts to go up there to say hey we won. We need to win the next show. I, I get that and I understand that person that fit the Duke claw wants that recognition or all those things. I think that a lot of the I think part of it or a large part of it is 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 marketing. Is that if you post that you're a broker or a breeder or whatever it is and you're selling ones that win that's that's a positive thing for for selling more of them. Now, mm-hmm. does it have a carryover and is it done sometimes to try to win them? absolutely. But I think there's multiple reasons that go into it. And I think the biggest reason, and I think this would be from a parent standpoint, and we're a breeder or broker, but a lot of times the parents will post their their child's picture up there because they're proud of them. They want to acknowledge and, and get them some recognition. And I think people that are winning these shows, I think that's the logical avenue to put that information out there to get those congratulations from cousins or family members or other people in the industry. And and I'm okay with that. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The problem that I see, and we can bring the Pulse into this or, or whatever, I love what the Pulse does. I think that's great that you can go on there and look at different shows across the country and how animals are doing. And I I, I like the fact that you can you can go on and probably find a picture of what Won that jackpot show last weekend. If if you look hard enough, I, I'm I'm good with that. I think the more information and the more recognition for the kids, the better. My my issue comes into play is I, I guess it's different than yours. I don't have a problem with that being out there. I just wish it wouldn't impact the judge's decision. I I, I think that it
0: does impact a lot of times. I think I think, it's some, just, I
1: think it does sometimes, and that that's that's where the issue lies.
0: And I agree with you. I I think the pulse is one of the coolest things ever. I mean, like. Because, again, not only do I think it's cool that you can go see what's winning everywhere, but I also think, for like for me, if I was still brokering calves or whatever, I can go and I can see, because most times they post top five or whatever else, I can go and see if a judge that I don't know judged a show, I can at least do some research and like, okay, this is the kind that he used right here, so maybe we should leave Bessie at home, because Bessie doesn't look like these. And so I think it's a great tool. I do think just like the polls, just like social media, whatever, I think the more times you see an animal up there, I think that some judges feel pressure to, if that one comes in the ring, not to beat that one. And I I can just use me for an example. There have been several animals of different species that they won under me early, and again I judge as much as I do. There, those kids
1: are going to want to show to me again, and those animals. It, it, it seems it seems logical. If right. you liked them once. There, they're, You're judging a show near them. I'm I'm loading up. Right, hey, I'm here. And so now now if you beat me, guess what? We do the opposite. Well, and that's the that's the whole
0: thing. I mean, like in some of those animals were grand and reserved at every single show I judged. They didn't win every single show, but they might have been reserved. Whatever. Some of them didn't, but it because it every show is a different set of circumstances, and it's not only different day, it is a different set of animals that they're exhibiting against, and all these other things. So, yes, if I liked yours good enough to win a relatively large jackpot show, yeah, I'm probably gonna like yours good enough to be in the hunt at all of them. But also, there have been animals that have won under me at bigger shows that got left standing at smaller shows because the competition was greater. And my point of all this is, is as a sorter, you have to take every single show as a clean slate and a brand new day. Because it is. Animals have good days, animals have bad days, and I don't care what they've won before, whether it's under me or anybody else, you have to take into consideration and judge those animals on that given day, on that given circ- set of circumstances, with that
1: group or population that they're showing against. And I don't think that happens as much as it should. I would agree with that. I want to take it a step further, Ryan. I want to go into the mind of, of the judges that are out there and, and different experience levels and ages are, are going to come into play. And being an old white male and, and have done this for, for quite a racist, while, old I'm, white male, old racist, old privileged. white male, yes. privileged, all of those things. Because I grew up with with so much, yes, and, and yeah. But anyway, I want to go a step further, and, and this ties into it. I hope, and I hope it, I hope it makes sense to everyone. When you're standing out in that ring as a judge, I'm concerned that some judges are more concerned about if it's a two ring show, what's going on in the ring next to them to try to do something similar, and or just what Ryan's talk about. Let's find that kid or that animal that that has won some shows earlier in the year, so it works. Maybe spending more time thinking about what others think should win or what has won or what is, would be popular to win rather than selecting what they believe in. Yeah. If, if that, if that makes sense, everybody has a, a type, but but that doesn't mean when you step in the ring that you're going to do what your what your conviction tells you to do. Sometimes we will stray because of other factors coming into your mind and into play.
0: Yeah. I, I think probably, well, I'd, love multiple ring shows i think the 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 thing that people gripe about the most is just what you say that whoever's in they're trying to make sure or they're constantly looking over there to see did he use the one i use or what's going on over in the other ring and all this other stuff and i I think that is an issue at times and like again especially if it's somebody you really respect on the other side there's going to be a subconscious thing that you know Man, I hope we do them similar. And I I think there's just a fear of people when a a lot of judges – I think this is the majority – that if you're doing one of those double ring shows, uh, I I think they fear being vastly different from the other person because then somebody's going to be better received and
1: somebody's not is, I think, the fear. And, uh, and I think that that pressure is there, and I think you can even take it beyond that, that when they see something that came in that they recognize from another show, I think it's I think it's there as well. I think it's more in the moment, that ring A, B, back-to-back thing, but even the previous weekends, I, right. I think there's there's that fear there that, wow, if I don't get it similar, these were some of the same animals that were at show two weeks ago, I I need to get it similar. to No, that's crap. Just go in there and sort them, and, and you don't have to sort them like I like them or like Ryan likes them. But I tell you what, whatever your background and your experience is, is going to push you in a certain direction. My my personal opinions are, from a breeding standpoint and working with families across the country, I like animals that are harder to make. I like the fundamentals being there. and And sometimes Ryan gets a little upset. They need to meet the criteria in terms of muscle there's what if we're going to use the word carcass Ryan, on a market animal uh? meet those those basic criteria, uh? and then then load up as many bells and whistles as you can possibly put on them oh lord and at least you didn't
0: say check all the
1: boxes you use that and big ring presence i'm telling you you're off done cut off so so i can go out there and, and it's it's not i promise those those young judges out there that are that are just getting started i promise you it's easier to go out there and do what you believe in and what what has formed opinions in your mind from the past and just use those kind rather than worry about what's popular, what's not, it may not be, I I can promise you that, and this is maybe a bad thing, Ryan, but it is what it is. When I, when I go into any species, I'm not necessarily following a trend and and maybe I should be, but there's a certain type of animal that I like. And it's a similar type, I think across species that I'm going to continue to use irregardless of where that trend is. Now that, that screws some things up. I have no, I'm not, I'm not arguing that, but I'm, I'm not going to change what I'm doing because five other judges decide they're going to make this specific trade a priority. It just is what it is. No. And I, I think the biggest thing that
0: people need to remember when they're sorting a show is whoever asked you, they asked for your opinion, not the opinion of 900 people that judged, 10 weekends before you. And again, I'm telling you, I have watched more shows than I can even, more days than I've been alive for sure. But I have a great respect when I'm watching, whether it's in most times the jackpot show, if they aren't the same way or whatever, I respect the fact that whoever those people are, or if they beat one that might have won a lot, if they say the reasons why they did it and their criticisms of the animal are valid, I have a great respect for those people because I know that that took a lot of guts to do that because it had been a lot easier just to do what everybody else will do or be a lot easier to follow suit with the guy in ring A because if you're vastly different, then again, some people are going to like you better. Some people are going to like the other person better, but it doesn't matter. When I see those things happen, I know that person is being true to what they actually want in livestock, what they believe, how they're placing them, all that stuff, instead of just doing what everybody else does. Now, do you still need to be very accurate in terms of what you say about them? Absolutely, and and that's the thing. Uh, I, I I think now more than ever, and this I don't know how to stress this enough. But now more than ever, between Snapchat and live streaming shows and all this other stuff, more people are going to hear what you say on the mic now ever before. And and this is going to get a lot of hate mail, and I don't care because it's the truth. I think the large majority of people sorting shows do not pay enough attention to what comes out of their mouths on the mic. And that's another podcast topic, but man,
1: that in terms of accuracy or just terminology or accuracy term, all of it, like, I mean, they will, a lot of times they will just lie. Well, I I don't know if they're lying or they just don't see it. I I don't know. I I know maybe in, in some cases it's easier. And you know when you get into some of those shows when, when the microphone's not very good or the— That doesn't have anything to do with that, Dale. <laughs> I'm just saying that in, in some situations, you're going you're gonna to put less effort into it. But I agree 100% that regardless of how you have those darn things lined up, you need to describe those pretty accurately. Dale, we I'm sat beside each other at major
0: shows this year and listened to several different judges talk in several different species— and you and I had this conversation, and you were exactly with me. So don't tell me that it was a microphone problem, or that
1: I'm not arguing that part. No, I'm I'm saying that there's there's some situations where there I'm sure judges aren't putting everything into it because of whatever that is. But they're, and they're, that is bullshit in its own right. <laughs> I agree, but it, it's just gonna. I don't think we're gonna change a lot of that. But if we can get some of them. To to think about let let's use an example and I I don't know if I should do this or not but we're just going to do it okay the past couple weekends Ryan and I have have judged I guess you'd call them back to back shows together and and sometimes we were vastly vastly different other times we we're pretty close depending on the the breed the species all all of those things came into play Ryan there there was a a doe that I had used a little higher than you um, this past weekend and I don't know I think you had her third or fifth in class and I got her all the way to a third overall and uh, but when I when I stop and, and think about that i have no doubt we described this animal probably almost the same it's a matter of where the the priorities went it was a doe that was just opened up and massive and I called her a little too much outside herself up front but appreciated all the other unique traits and I, I think you came in and said she just she just wasn't Acceptable in that area, and you're gonna gonna beat on her a little bit harder, and that's perfectly fine because I think you explained it. I, th- I think we both explained it, but that animal is gonna gonna go in in various directions just because of our our thoughts and our background, all those all those things that come into play. And in that, I didn't didn't even shock me that where you put that that individual animal. And actually, when I'm judging that, and you're in the ring next door judging sheep, I, I I'm going through my mind. I said, I just grabbed a hold of one that I guarantee you is not going to get along as well in the next show. Just in the back of my mind, boom, happens, done. But does it affect where that animal placed? Not whatsoever. I guarantee you, when you walked in that ring, or uh, maybe not this animal, there's no question that you have it in the back of your mind. Well, this they'll probably like this one, but it does not matter to you whatsoever. I don't believe. And at least it doesn't appear to you that you're going to sort them how you sort them and talk about them, period. Why, why can't we just do that? Isn't that simple? I that's that's the whole purpose of this topic. Like, why why
0: can't we just do that? Like, why can't everybody just do that? And I, I think that that is something that needs to be addressed. And I, I, I again, I think it is. I think a lot of it may be subconscious because they've seen this animal, they've seen this group on the pulse on social media, whatever. They know that it's one a ton. I I'll just go there. I think there's a lot of people, especially if they know the judge, be like, hey, we've won like five shows and we're coming to show to you this weekend.
1: Oh, it happens. No <laughs> question.
0: I, I'm telling you, it happens to me. And I'm like, do you really think
1: this is going to work for you? <laughs> that, that shocks me. I, I still don't understand. that, And I'm assuming most of these are coming in via snaps or text. Yes. <laughs> um, I I don't get any of those ever. And I, I don't understand why, as vocal as you have been, that not only does it not help you, but I'm going to take it a step further. Subconsciously, I'm not saying you're doing this intentionally. Subconsciously, you're more apt to beat them
0: because of it. I, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. I do. I mean, I, I I don't understand that deal in general because I don't care who you are. I, I take it, or I, this is how I always look at it. I think when something like that happens, you don't think that I am intelligent enough to find your animal, and therefore I need help. Evidently, nobody else takes it that way. That's how I take it. Or easily influenced,
1: which I would take as just as strong of an insult.
0: Right. E- either way, you want to look at it. That's how I take it when those things happen. Evidently, other people don't take it that way. Or don't get offended by it. But that's how I take it. Like, okay, I'm not smart enough to, and it's the same. The same thing, it's the same exact concept when the herd of fitters, you know, like, flock behind the animal into the ring. Okay, again. Who of which you may not even know anybody in the herd. Exactly. But, like, I'm like, it takes 12 of y'all to let me know this isn't big, important, whatever it is. Like, I mean, seriously. But I must look at things differently. But I I do think that that happens, and... More times than what we want to talk about is like, hey, we've won last five shows, come show to you, whatever. Hope you like ours, etc. Da, da, da. Like, again, I I I still get those things almost I, I'd say at least once a month, and I don't know why, but it just is what it is. So if I'm getting them, as you said, as loud and outspoken as I have been on this topic, then I can't even
1: imagine the numbers that other judges get. No, I I agree completely to that and I'm going to let that lead into another another subtopic here a little bit and I don't know I don't know necessarily how to approach it on a, on a delicate manner but rather just just call it what it is and we're we're sliding a little bit into political pressure from breeders or various brokers or camps we'll call it. And I'm not talking about when we go to the county fair and your cousins sitting in the bleachers and you don't win and that cousin associates a judge with the person that wins and has no idea what the animal looks like or what it should look like. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about on the the bigger level, the bigger stage, whether it be national shows or state fairs, there is a collaboration. No question that some of these breeders and or brokers or camps, whatever you want to talk about, are trying to do their best to promote their judges and control those judges in in, it's locked down a lot tighter than than what you would think when they push a judge into a show, especially a younger judge that wants to continue to, to judge. Their assumption is if they use them, they'll get pushed to more shows. And we have got to take this out of the, the 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 puzzle. We we just have to. Unfortunately, and Ryan, we've talked about this so much. Those that are hiring judges at multiple levels are probably not in the trenches. They're not going to know everything that those those exhibitors are probably exposed to. And guess what it takes us back to for a solution to this? Let's let's have the input. Yeah. Let's let the exhibitors have some input. Exactly. That that will it doesn't matter whether we're talking politics or that judge doesn't want to think for themselves or using something from a there is one simple solution. And it doesn't matter what the how far off it's it's going from that judge or what reason, if the exhibitors are unhappy with that judge, they're not gonna vote them in. It's no. that's that that solves everything. That that takes I'm not saying it'll be a perfect world. But I tell you what, that is going to correct so many of those things because the judge knows. Well, I'm going to piss off ninety percent of the people here, but I'm going to make those happy that count, and I'm going to get that next show. That is all of a sudden gone. That's gone, the gone,
0: that's gone.
1: that's the that's the whole beauty of
0: letting the exhibitors vote and have input on the judge. Right there, just what you said. Because yes, unfortunately, there are times, more times than we let's like say at all levels of stock shows that somebody's going to be out there and be like, well, maybe this is, eh, I don't know if that one needs to win, but I know that X, Y, and Z will help me get this job or they got me this job or whatever. So I may make everybody mad, but he's the one that got me here. So he'll be happy and I'll get to judge another one or a bigger one. So I'm just going to do it. Well, that's fine. At, with the current system, because yes, that not, not work. is
1: it, Not only is it fine, you, you flourish with that
0: system. Right. It, it is something that flourishes with the current system because there are people that have ties to people that select judges at national levels, state fair levels, whatever, and they get asked. And I'm not saying these people aren't intelligent or they say, well, who do you think should do this? And they tell them, well, they're going to tell them that. That person that we just talked about, that maybe when they shouldn't have won, they let them do it anyway, because all of us want to win. That is the purpose. No
1: No (laughs) And
0: so when they're in that position, they're going to tell the people, someone, that they think they have a higher probability of winning under. Now, the 90% or the 95% that that judge made angry has no say, and they have nobody speaking for them to this person. That is the beauty in letting the exhibitors vote, and I, 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 you got into this, and it's important. But I, I do want to say the, the one thing, like I, the the thing that like probably drives me crazier than the herd of fitters following the animal into the ring, or the Snapchats or the text alerting me that their great one is coming to whatever show. Do you know what my biggest pet peeve is?
1: What would that be?
0: When I get announced to judge a show, whether it is a jackpot show or it is a state fair or a major, it does not matter. And I, I, I And this happens every time. Somebody, hey, I got you that job.
1: You didn't get me shit. <laughs> <laughs> they might have recommended you that did not get me that job agreed why do you why do you think they would why do you think they would text you that right because they want they think that's gonna help them but it goes right back to what we're talking about that that atmosphere is present yes it is it is present and i want to i want to bring one and that
0: goes into this topic right i mean that that and that happens all the time too and that's the same thing they say hey I told so-and-so to hire you, and now you got that job. C- con- congratulations. And they don't even have to say anything about it. Animal, nothing. But that is the number. <laughs> that is basically, hey, I got you this job, and I'm coming, and I I, I want to be paid back. <laughs> exactly.
1: What about, what about the situation? I see this more on the national level and state fair level. And, and again, it's kind of going back to that animal that wins early in the season. It may or may not be good enough to win every show after that or the majority of them, and some are and some aren't. Same thing with the judges. Once they get that first state fair or that first national show, a lot of times, irregardless of how they place those animals or how they describe those animals or how happy the exhibitors were with the experience that that judge gave those youth, irregardless of all of those things, they will snowball into other shows. And it could be a total train wreck, and they'll go on to the next show. You've got some judges, if they go in and do that really powerful job at the Indiana State Fair or at the National, Web, wherever it may be, if they do a great job, yeah, they need to keep doing more, but it doesn't seem, it seems irrelevant. It's just the fact that they were hired to do that one is why some of the superintendents, and I don't blame the superintendents because they're not in the trenches. They don't they don't see, they don't know, they, that's not their necessarily area of specialty. They're running the show, they're doing a lot of different things, and, and sometimes they just don't. They don't have all the information. So with that being said, there's darn sure some that have judged multiple national shows. And if you took a poll of those exhibitors that showed to them, they would have told you it was a train wreck from day one and they shouldn't have done the next, the second one or the third one or so forth. But that judge either made the right people happy in that show. That may have been part of the reason the other exhibitors were upset and, or it's just the file of the leader from one superintendent saying, well, that one judged OIE." I'm gonna have them hire. Phoenix. I think that's that's it
0: more than anything else, right there. Because again, if it is a superintendent picking these per this, perp, this the, these people have real jobs. They have to make you know this isn't their job. No, They're not getting paid you you to do this. You can't expect them to know everything. And so you just can't. and so, I, I I think it would be natural and logical to go like, okay, so I gotta find a judge for the show. And this guy judged Phoenix and this guy judged Denver and this guy. Ju- so they didn't attend any of those shows, but they see that, hey, all those shows are reputable, big time shows. This guy judged there. This girl judged there. She, they got to be good enough. So,
1: yeah, we're going to give them Another, a world Under the current system, it may not be accurate. Oh, no, because, again, I, I, those people, danger. the philosophy's fine. It just fine. Right. It just isn't accurate all the time.
0: Right. No, the philosophy is fine, but it doesn't work. Because there are people, and uh, again, uh, and it's just like you saying, follow the leader, and I don't – that would be everyone's natural reaction is to look at those bigger shows, look at those big state fairs, and if whoever judged them recently, you would think they would be qualified to judge any show in America. And in theory, that's correct, but if you weren't there, you didn't see it, you didn't watch it, then you don't know that. And the exhibitors were there, and they did watch it, and they did see it, and they know what happened. And those are the people with the informed opinions that should have the say in who's doing it. Put all put put those guys and gals on a ballot, and then let the people that watched it, that were there, have watched them several times. I, I, I promise you. it it will just make everything better because it will make the exhibitors happy. But more importantly, I think it will make the exhibitors and families more happy with the shows because they're giving them a say. And I think what changes the whole game, personally, is now the whole mindset of, well, Johnny so-and-so got me this job, or Johnny so-and-so is my friend, All that, you go from worried about making that one person or that one connection happy, you have to be more focused on making sure that every exhibitor at that show thinks they got a fair shot and you did an honest, respectful job with integrity because now they hold
1: the power in terms of their vote. And I think that most of those exhibitors, I think that the best example would be, Ryan, let's say you have 10, 10 animals in a class, a relatively small class, and that person that was 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, or 10th, or whatever, because of whatever interaction was in the ring, the fact that they felt like they had a fair shot, and maybe you describe that animal, that that person that didn't win that class or get in the top three walks out of the ring and feels like, hey, I had a fair shot, this, this, was, this was a good experience, this, is, mm-hmm. this was accurate and honest. Yeah. those that you can make happy, even that don't win, there, there's more to that than than I guess I can convey. No, I agree completely uh, because
0: those kids and those families' opinions matter just as much as the one that wins grand overall. And I I think that a lot of times those are the kids that get looked over, and, and it is very. Di- I don't care what you do or what industry you're in, it's very difficult to make people that get beat up on or play slow or whatever happy. But if you can do that, then yeah, that's, that's amazing. And that's great. And we need more of that. But I, I just, I I think for so many reasons, not only people just seeing who judged the last one, picking them people seeing who wins on the internet. Like this follow the leader thing it goes so many different directions and I know I don't I don't even know how long we've been talking on this subject, but uh I, I do I, I I want people to know that I have never been a person that wanted to be liked. I I, I really didn't. I I I I don't have A bunch of people in my life that I consider super close, intimate, personal friends. I've never needed that. I I have never been one of those people that did anything so you would like me. I I did exactly what I wanted to do, regardless. And if you didn't like me, I don't care. Go join the rest of the whatever. I want people to respect me. And I promise you, as someone who has literally had to go through more than any other person in this industry to fight to get the jobs that I have, that respect is way more important to me than anyone liking me. And the only way I have been able to achieve that is by going into every single show and every single situation, giving it my 100,000% and taking each scenario as it came, being completely legit in it and describing them as good as I can and not worrying about if I lose friends or gain friends or somebody's gonna, you know, put my name in at the next show or anything that and if you do that, I promise you you will earn the respect more and more, each show you judge, and that will get you farther
1: than anything else. I think it's just exactly the, the parallel, Ryan, and this is that is so well put. We we talk, or I talked about in, in the last couple grand drive speeches, that we have such a woke society that people aren't expected to show up at work. Younger people are doing less, feeling more entitled that they don't have to go out and and perform. They should be given whatever, whether it's from the government or the corporation they work with or the the small business they work with. All of those things. So work ethic and responsibility and, and attention to detail, we're losing more and more of this with each passing year with our younger generation. And the fact that we've got kids out there busting their butt in the show ring and the show barn every day and developing those things that we've had forever is now more of an advantage than ever because of the gap between them and the rest of the world. That's a great thing. We, we, we like that. Sad for the world, great for those stock show kids. The exact same thing in the, the, the judging arena right now there's there's so much of the, I guess, worry or what we just what we've been talking about today. If you can stand out there independently, and it's apparent that there's no political issues, that you're describing those livestock as accurately as you can, and that you have a certain kind that that you gravitate to, and you do that consistently, even in shows where you're not always going to have them look the same. That and I'm not saying that, but at least. Here's here's where you want to be, and you're attempting to get to that point, and you're describing them accurately. I think that person that stands out there and does that right now is going to benefit more than ever in history, because it's there. There's fewer of them doing that, and I can I can throw it on myself, uh, my my personal example for my younger person judging shows at a very young age when I was in still in college and into grad school. I promise you, when I'm standing out, was standing out there in the ring, I'm thinking. Shit! Did this one just come off a a, a national junior show division win? Or, or those things were going through my mind at that point, rather than just sorting livestock. But the more mature old white male, as Ryan would put it, old white straight male. When I step into the ring right now, I could care less what that animal did yesterday, or across the ring, or last week, or where maybe it. I think it's gonna gonna go in terms of other judges in the future, but rather where I think it is there today and where I think it's going to progress to in terms of what I like and the traits that I've become very, very set in my ways. Here's, here's what I want and here's where I'm at. It's so much simpler and I I could care less whether I judge another show or not. I've, I've got a lot of things that, that I, I enjoy doing in my life and I enjoy judging shows and I'll continue to do those things, but that's not a factor. And when that's, when that's no longer a factor in your mind when you're standing out there that you're worried about getting asked to judge that next one, do you want to know how much easier it is to sort those animals, Ryan? I And I don't know how to stress it enough. Like, I promise you,
0: I know people are sitting here are going to listen to this and think, oh, yeah, of course, Ryan can say that. But it is something that I promise if you, if you just go out there and do you and then s- describe them. As accurately as you can. It doesn't have to be fancy or funny. Or any of those things. If you are that personality. Yes that helps and get with it. But I promise you there is something to be said. For someone just standing out there. And being accurate. And in the moment. And just doing what they think. They should do. And it is very sad. That. When I can't judge a show, or I'm booked, or whatever, they're like, well, who do you recommend? I'm telling you, it is very sad to me that I have to think about who is it that I should recommend for the show. Because, I mean, I know a lot of people... I mean, it's a different circumstance every time. A lot of people, some of the people that I would recommend aren't going to go do that show because they have real jobs during the week or whatever else, but it should be where I don't even have to think about it. I've got five people that are perfect for that job, regardless of circumstance, and that's not how it is. I promise you.
1: Nope, that, that plays to the fact that there just aren't as many people doing just what we're talking about. And I hate recommending judges just because of that
0: because when you recommend them then you're putting your stamp of approval on them and if they go there and do something dumb or play games that's
1: going to come back on me and and you do and you, when you turn down a show a lot of times you will get asked and i and i i don't have a problem recommending some people but it is it shouldn't be as difficult as it is to come up with those names that
0: that, that that's my point like it should not I should not have to hesitate when I know where the show is, what day it is, whatever. You know what? I should have at least five people in every species, regardless of the situation, whether it's a jackpot show, big show, anywhere in between, when it's being held, that I can be like, this person, this person, this person. Those five people, those, they'll do you a good job, and the likelihood of you getting one of them to agree to come, real high. That is not the case agreed i don't have that ability right now
1: this is good this is good to get out in the open and hopefully when we talk about things like this that'll get that'll get our stock show community talking about it and, and maybe maybe it'll it'll help that's the goal we hope do you have any more on the topic that you would like to enlighten us with just go out there and to you
0: and don't worry about what anybody else thinks or says you worry about aligning those animals In that situation, the way that you would take them home or you would want to show them or put them in your breeding program, whatever your priority is, and I I tell people it shows all the time, a lot of what sets how these things are sorted is by which one I would take home and I think I could do the most winning with because I like to win shows as much as I like to judge them or I used to when I was selling them and I still like to win them when we show our own cattle and all this other stuff. And so that's a big factor in my priorities. And whatever it is that is your factors are or your your priorities, just go out there and stick to that and don't care about what anybody else thinks. Don't care about what animal won what show under who or who might help you in the future or who you may be. and And thank God I did say this, or who you might be showing under at the next show because that shit happens more yes. than anything else yes. right there. And I can't believe that we both forgot it. But that right there. And I, it, it, you don't even have to. Nothing said a lot of times. But here comes the guy that's judging Denver or Kansas City or the gal that's judging Louisville or the State Fair, whatever. And here comes their kid. And you're like, hey, who, who, who? Yeah, pig people. Talking to you. But anyway, that is as big a follow-the-leader bullshit as there is. And again, I don't think a lot of times it's said it just is. It is known. It is a fact. And it happens. Leave all that shit out of your mind. Go out there. Do you. Do the job you want to do. And be accurate. And I promise you, that is going to take you farther then that one person you think can get you into the next one.
1: Let's hope we continue to evolve. And and absolutely, Ryan. I'm glad you 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 jumped in there and didn't didn't hold back. What? Oh, I
0: cannot believe I almost forgot about that last one.
1: Oh, now my blood pressure's up in my throat. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. So I hope you don't take this, Ryan. We're going to get more emotional response from a positive and a negative on this one, and. Sometimes good hate mail, and we get a lot of uh, positive comments. And I, think I do not are, care because it's no, true. I, I understand. I'm just saying this one's going to be received differently by by each individual out there. And that's okay. and yeah, and the ones that receive it
0: negatively are the ones that are doing exactly what I'm talking about. Period. Paragraph the end.
1: And I hope that you, that the listeners, I hope that we've, we've built up a, a great listener base and it's so appreciated that you allow us to come into your car or home or wherever all the time. Don't take this as though we're just complaining and pointing out the negative on what's going on in the industry, but but we have talked about a solution here, and it's shocking that there is a solution because in life, there's not always a solution or an easy way, but this one is not that difficult, and it solves all of the issues that people want to complain about, about judges. Let those people in the trenches, let your customer have some say in what's going on. It's that simple. I agree, but I'm telling you, the the
0: comment that I get more than anything else about this podcast, Dale, is that we are the ones that aren't afraid to talk about the things that everyone else is afraid to talk about. And I love this industry. And if y'all don't realize that, I give my body every day, almost. I I judge more shows than anyone in this country. I, I haven't been home in I don't even know how many days. If I didn't love this industry, I wouldn't do that. I mean, you would have to be certifiably insane if you did not have the passion for kids in this industry to do what I do in terms of the number of shows that I judge. So, obviously, I love it. I think it's the greatest place to raise a kid. That does not mean that there are not aspects and issues in it that need to be addressed and need to be worked on. Amen. And again, we are not just sitting here bitching and moaning and saying, you know, oh this sucks about this. We are trying to offer solutions. That's
1: the difference right there. And and us bringing it up allows others to talk about it and hopefully you can come up with solutions. Exactly. Let's let's all let's all the more input we have the better. Everybody
0: can come up with different solutions to fix the problems that we have. But when you don't talk about it,
1: it's never gonna change. No. And that, that's I think that's the biggest detriment of the industry right now is there there's just some things we don't talk about and, and it, it's continued to go on. But it's time for change. And you know what else it's time for? Mm. Question and answer. Unless you have a sponsor you like to bring in before it. Um
0: I d I, I don't I'm not gonna read a write up per se, because again, almost everybody that has Got a podcast spot for being a BTRJLA sponsor has got most of theirs. And I mean, we're only like halfway through the year, but I just want to like give a shout out to our all around sponsor, Oldwood Limited, our cattle sponsor, Langford, Herford and Hybrids, our sheep sponsor, Platinum Shelton Livestock, our pig sponsor, McGrew Equipment, and our goat sponsor, snr Meat Goats. That's your national species and all around sponsors. And again, they've had their two podcast spots and all that. And I, I I don't care. I think that I'm going to continue to call these sponsors out, regardless if they've already had their moment or whatever that they paid for. And I I want y'all to, if you see these people at a show or you can support their companies, uh, please do so. Because again, I, I don't, it's going to be very hard until the awards are given out or mailed out or whatever for y'all to understand the magnitude of the awards that we're giving. Like, because it's just going to be super hard for anybody to understand. But it's all of these sponsors from the state level up to our corporate sponsors. Without them, we could not do this because. We let sanction. We let show sanction for free. And uh, so if we didn't have the sponsors, none of this would be possible. And again, if you'll go on our website, the sponsors are on there. Send them a note, email, something. Just thank them. Or if you see them or know them, can support their business, please do so.
1: Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, question and answer. There's nothing that you're going to bring your blood pressure down on these, these questions. Oh, good. Question for Ryan and Dale, except this we're just going to make it yours. (laughs) Thanks. I was at a show in the Grand Drive with my heifer. Uh, Coincidentally, when setting up on the profile view was in front of the announcer stand that had Christmas lights strung out on it, my heifer kept trying to eat the lights and wouldn't stay set up. I kept circling her back into my spot. The judges were looking at me, waiting for me to get set up as if they were going to pick me to win. But picked another heifer instead, and me reserve. I was wondering what I should have done as a showman, and what you all would do if you were judging, and this happened. This comes from Aubrey. Well, Aubrey, I'm gonna tell you what you should have done is you should have moved. (laughs) You
0: should have. I mean, if it was that big a problem and the heifer was that enamored with twinkle lights, take her out of that position and go put her at the end of the line where you can get her set up and you can get her stuck. I'm not being rude. I'm just saying. That's what I would have done in that situation. And I have been in situations in show rings. I have had kids in situations in show rings where there is a plant or there is a decoration or there is something, and it is making the animal not cooperate to the ability that I know it can, and that is what I have told, what, what I have done or what I have told every kid that's ever shown before, get out of there, move. And I promise you... If the judge comes up and asks you why you move, explain it to them. And no one is going to hold that against you. I'll be honest with you. As a judge, I don't... in Especially in the grand drive situation, I'm pretty set on what I'm going to do. So I don't think it would have affected me. If it was to the dis- level of distraction and it was a close decision... And I could not see your animal being stopped. I would have probably asked you if if we move your heifer to the end of the line, do you think she'll stand still?" And if you said yes, then we would have probably done that. but I'm going to tell you, i I don't know many grand drive situations that I've ever been in as a judge where something like that would have affected how it was going to
1: shake out. Agreed. I didn't need need to add nothing further. Justin gives us the next question: While showing cattle, if your kid if your kid's calf gets loose, should I, as a parent, go help them get it under control, or let the kid in the ring help do it? I think it depends on the situation. First off,
0: and only parents or the people that help them know that is the animal to the level of crazy that that animal could hurt the exhibitor, the pr- ring help, or another exhibitor. If that animal is to that level of crazy, then yes, get your ass in there and help. Right? Immediately. Don't ask. And that is a real-life thing. I think if it's not, the animal just gets loose, having a bad day, whatever, let the show officials and the ring help try to get the situation under control now. If it comes to the point that they can't get that animal captured and caught, and they're running it around and hyping the animal up and all of those things making the situation worse, that is when I think it is okay for a parent to come in and try to take control of the situation. But at first, let them try to do it. If they can't, and it is getting, making matters worse, and you know that you can get in there and make, can get the situation under control, I have absolutely no problem with a parent coming in and helping out in the situation.
1: Excellent. 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 The final question. Why are hairy cattle king in the show cattle world? Would love to hear your all's opinion. It's bullshit. (laughs) I like hairy cattle. I'm okay with them. It's
0: It's bullshit. The end. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Y'all asking the wrong person about this. I've had to deal with slick sure stairs my whole life. Um, uh, To be honest with you, the reason hairy cattle or hairy anything, uh, you can even take this into the hog and the sheep and the goat world now. Do better, our king, whatever is because you can take that hair and sculpt it and make the flaws less noticeable. Period. Paragraph the end. Make the positive more exaggerated. It, right. It just is what it is. It's it's almost
1: human nature.
0: I mean that 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 is it. Does it make it right? No. Should it be different? Probably. But it, I mean, I I wish people had more appreciation for the American breeds of cattle that don't have hair. I I wish there are more judges out there that could see through the hair and appreciate see the flaws that are being covered up seeing what's being maxed out etc but a lot of times that's not it but that that is why the hairier the animal the more you can make hide flaws and maximize the cool traits agreed i'm going to come in on this one because why? I you didn't come in you. on any of the other ones. No,
1: but this one, this, you're Don't you be it.
0: talking about hair. You got the hairiest that legged that goats is, I've ever is, seen in my life.
1: That is what I'm going to bring. I up. don't even have to look at anything else. I can tell by the leg hair which goats are yours. Okay. Hair, I can't tell you how many people tell me, as judges or buyers or whatever they are, that they can look through the hair. And, and I'm not talking about, I'm talking about goats or cattle. It doesn't matter what. They, they all, we all assume, and I, and I probably assume this as well. And we we talk. About- oh, you 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 get done with your answer because I'm gonna remind you of something.
0: We can we,
1: we can talk about we we have talked about when Houston went from hair to no hair. I thought we went from a dozen great, I mean great ones to crap the next year, and and are a lot of reasons for that. But I I think that there's that assumption that including myself, including Ryan, including everybody, we assume we can see through the hair and and see those faults and see those things better than what we can. What I'm getting at is hair changes them when prepared and fit properly more than what we're giving it credit for, if that makes sense. that I guarantee you when we put those on the wash rack or we slick them down, they're, they're not that elite animal that we assume them to be, period. And you bring in a, a slicked one, it is so hard to appreciate them compared to a full fit haired animal. That it just is. Same thing with the goats. I tell people, they say, Well, how's your leg hair? You're hitting a hair cycle this time of year. How was the hair as a baby? I get all those questions. Do I think hair makes any difference at all in the the real world or in the the carcass of the, the thing, the carcass of all things, or any of that? Absolutely not. But think about where the lambs were. Go back to when we we didn't have leg wool on lambs, and people could show them that they got a long line. Well once we started getting leg wool, do you see a lamb that's competitive now, Ryan, walk in the ring without leg wool? No, no. What, what did we, what did we, somebody called the Hampshire or no, the suffix is now with just the spray painted hampshires that we peel some of the leg hair, leg wool <laughs> off of, but no, it just, it's just part of it. It plays a role. And I think it's, I think it plays a bigger role because we assume we can read through it when we cannot read through it as well as we think. Go ahead.
0: Okay. now, I agree with what you said, but you and I had this conversation one on one and I told you, and I will still stand by this. I honestly believe that I am better at seeing through the hair than most because I have had to in terms of picking animals, selecting animals that were still haired for slick shear events my entire life. I have agreed more experience at this than most people do. So that's why I think that, yes, I have an advantage in that area. And that that's just, again, we talk about these things that shape judges. That is my environment. What I have been brought up in, that has given me that ability. There's no reason for anyone outside of the state of Texas to be able to do that.
1: It's just I'm, not. I'm- and, and hair steers, but those, right. those, those breeders obviously need to, like when we look at a, at a pin of goats that are so shaggy that people come in and say, well, we want to look at the ones you haven't clipped or slicked off yet. And it's guys, you can look at them, but I can tell you good from bad, but within that realm, good luck. Cause it's, it's that hard. It really is. And this is something, and you can talk to our manager, Craig, about it. Who's looking at these damn goats every day. He'll remember what they were like as babies before they got real shaggy and be able to give you a little more direction. But until that hair comes off, it's a challenge, period. Yep. Well, excellent. I, I hope that this is well-received, Ryan. I appreciate your time. I know you I know don't this. care if it's well-received or not. It's the truth. <laughs> well, I, it would be good if people talked about it and it, it we stirred the discussion. That's what I'm hoping for. But until next week, be safe.
0: Y'all come back now, you hear?